How's it going, everybody? Wherever you listen to this podcast right here, this is episode 129 of the Temper Zone podcast with your host, me, Amir Max, and that's all facts. And ladies and gentlemen, my special guest in the Zoom building here, y'all got to understand something real quick. I, I have never met, I won't say I've never met, but it's very rare in this game to meet somebody who is as talented and as supportive as this guy right here, man. A lot of artists in this game don't move like this dude right here, all right? It's rare breed, okay? When somebody yeah. can be this dope and support his pe- people like he does, man. Um, And th- just in terms of the music, this guy, the flow's crazy. I told you when I see you, man. The flow is insane, dog. Like, I, 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 you don't hear people flow like this, ladies and gentlemen. I got J-Rem in the Zoom building with us, man. J-Rem, what's good, dog? What's good, y'all? Yo, that was a great episode, bro. Have a good night. No, I'm just kidding. What's up? <laughs> it's like, wait, Yo, hey, man. man. <laughs> no, nah, I was going to say with the flows, look who's talking. But I appreciate you, bro, for real. I want to say thank you for having me on this podcast. Absolutely. It's it's an honor to be here. I really rock what you do with the Tempa Zone. I rock with you as a person. And, um, oh, yeah, happy one year on the Max Appeal EP as well. Good shit on that. Yes, you know what thank I'm saying? you. Thank you. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. You know, just... You know, we got a lot more on the way with it. I had to let the people know. Sometimes you got to remind them. Sometimes you got to let these people yes. know, like, what you're doing and remind them of the, the last stuff. Because in this day and age, things just move so freaking quick, you know? <laughs> Literally. And they're like, oh, shit, it's been that long. And it's like, so much has happened since then. So much has grown, you know? Exactly. And on top of that, too, bro, like, you understand being an artist. Like, there's people who probably never even heard some of them songs. So sometimes you got to, like, reshare it just to let them know, like, hey, you didn't hear this? And they'll be like, oh, I didn't. This is fire. It's like, oh, my God. Like, so. Yeah, like, y'all missing out type thing. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes you got to remind them, man. But, yeah, man, we you know we had to make this happen, you know, ever since I uh, decided to revamp this podcast in September. You were one of the list of people I was like, we're we going to get you on just when the time is right. And, you know, definitely right now the time is correct, you know. You got two EPs, uh, you know, that you are ready to push in this month. One that's already out and the other one that will be out by the time this episode is out. Um, Crazy, huh? Crazy to think about that. Yeah, man. You know, on a, some general question type stuff, man, what made you decide to drop so much music in January like this? What was the deciding factor to go this hard in January? So I feel like these EPs are a good like wrap up of almost like my character arc. Like it's kind of all been building up to this. I haven't done a project in like a long time, to be honest. Yeah. Last time I dropped a real project was my debut album, JRM Generation type thing. And that, and that was, that like was 2019, ve- right? Yes. Yeah. And that crazy. was like, that was a very specific sound. It was about like me breaking my way into the game and believing in myself and pushing myself. Like that was kind of the blunt of it all. And then ever since then, like, I've been super experimental. Like I've dropped so many different singles trying to like reinvent myself and discover my sound and stuff like that. And honestly, like I've been performing so much. I've really developed with that. And I felt like, you know what? My network is building. It's time that I drop like a a project type shit. And I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do first. Like I reinvented the project idea so many times. I had a lot of different projects in mind and different singles for it. And then I ended up just dropping the single by itself and then moving on to different ideas. So it's been like a wishy-washy process until I finally came up with an identity. And to be honest, um, with these projects, the whole like idea behind it is that ever since I've been performing, it feels like J-Rem has become like this like almost adjective thing like it's (laughs) like it's like it's beyond just me it's like it's its own whole personality like a lot of people talk about how i am me i am very j ram i'm unapologetically myself you know what i'm saying hell yeah and 
I feel like there's there's certain like characteristics about myself or just ways that I carry myself that make me who I am. And a lot of people were talking about how I'm always saying shit like, let's get it and let's go and stuff like yeah. that. Cause <laughs> I just get so hyped when I go to perform. And I, I actually had a point where a lot of people were, were like mimicking me. Like my friends would send me a video of like a bunch of them in the hotel, right? And they would just all at the same time go, damn, <laughs> in one of my songs, Eradicate. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so when I thought, when I originally dropped this, um, when I originally thought to drop like, okay, let's go, yeah. The thing is that, um, that was a whole different studio than the other project as well. So the thing is I work with two different studios. There's Boiler Room, which is in Providence. And then there's also my guy Clark work who he's mm. bounced around a few different studios, but he's also based off Providence as well. These two have a very different sound type thing. You know what I'm saying? And I like working with them both. Like every single I've dropped has either been one or the other. So when I went to make the first EP, okay, let's go. Yeah. I was, I wanted to do another one with Clark as well. So Clark is going to be a, let's get it. Damn. And then boiler room is okay. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And it's like both of those are like two very different, like halves of J Ram. Like they explore the different intricacies of my mind, what I'm experiencing in the music scene, my highest days versus my lowest days. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like it's a lot more in depth in my character who I am as an artist and who I am as a person that I ever have done before. And every single that I've ever dropped has led up to this. So it just mm. like feels really good to be dropping these together as this like, and the, it feels like iconic, you know what I mean? They're almost like twins, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it feels, it definitely feels like your timing's right. It does feel like it's a good decision to go this way and just drop the EPs after, um, you know, from 2019, the last time you dropped till now, so much has happened. So it definitely, yeah. it feels right, man. It definitely feels right. And I guess um, in terms of like adjectives, what adjectives would you use to describe the differences between, um, okay, let's go, yeah, and A, let's get it, damn. What's some two differences between these two that you would share for them? That you would okay. say at least. All right. I feel like A, let's get it, damn, is a lot more like straightforward and like, mm. It's a little more hardcore. It's a little darker too. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like I, like I feel like I really get more deep into things and the intricacies of my own mind with that. And it's like it's there. You know what I mean? Like you really know what I'm saying. And I feel like the thing about okay, let's go, yeah. It's a more like vague, more up for interpretation. It's kind of got more like a spacey vibe. You know what I mean? And it's just like yeah, just overall the vibe is very different between the two. You know what I mean? Mm. And I would say like. Even though I call them like twin EPs, it's like you almost have to listen to "Okay, Let's Go, Yeah" first to understand what's going on in "A Let's Get a Damn." You know, like they kind of lead into each other and they go very well together, and they wouldn't like survive without the other type thing. You know? Yeah. yeah I think the first one really lays the groundwork. You know? Yeah. Nah, that's that's a dope way to put it, man. And was there ever any uh, decision for you to be like, "Nah, we gonna combine both of them together and drop an album," or was it like pretty set in stone that you wanted to have two separate bodies of work to uh, push this? So a lot of these were being worked on around the same time, and I think what ultimately, I think it was the whole two different studios thing that pushed me to separate them and kind of create because mm. it's like the sounds are very different. I don't I don't know exactly how to describe it, but they work. No, I feel yeah. Work the two different engineers they sound they have a very different sound from each other like it's like if you hear one you know exactly what ep it's going to be off versus the other and that's kind of like how it was throughout the whole year like i was dropping singles from both of these different projects that like all felt kind of like they went together and i felt like 
when I had all these different songs, some felt more right at this studio versus the other one. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. even if I drive the way their sound works, it's like I kind of know which one to go to. You know what I mean? And so I kind of made a list, and it's like, I'm going to take these six. Like, I ended up doing six songs on both EP. These six are going to go to this engineer. These six are going to go to the other one, and then it's all going to make sense in the end type thing. If they came to, like, a full culminative project, I just feel like it's weird to have you know, six songs with one engineer and six with another on the same project, you know what I mean? Just yeah. because of the difference in sounds. Like, the volumes are different, the tones are different, you know? Yeah, no, totally. And you want to make sure when you're delivering whatever you put out, whether you want to go singles or EPs, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that thing is cohesive, man. I don't think sometimes the common listener understands just how important it is for us artists to deliver that project like that. It will, it will, it will, your whole perception of it will change if you don't do it correctly. So it's very important. Big time. Yeah, man. So that's that's really dope to hear, man. You know, I was, you know, definitely bumping. Okay, let's go, yeah. Uh the you know, past couple of days, man. I'm just really happy to see your e evolution, bro. Cause like, you know, it's clear that you can, you know, spit, but for you to go on like a a, a jersey type beat like that, you know, that new vibe. I was like, whoa. Whoa, J Ram, we, we you're taking it there. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was really cool, man. You know what? What was your, uh, you know, what was the reason you wanted to rap over a beat like that? I feel like that's you know very like hot right now for people to do, and not some people like you know people hopping on drill pretty heavily, but that one's like you know brand spanking new. So what made you decide to hop on something like that? So I actually, I got to give a shout out to one of my best friends that actually lives in New Jersey. His name is uh, Fernando. And I, I didn't meet him down there. I actually met him back up here in Rhode Island. He was going to Johnson Wales University. Oh, and we worked. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I said that's uh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It, yeah. It's dope as shit like that. I got to meet him. He was going to Johnson Wales. We met at Panera Bread. We were working together. And like, we just became like very good friends over that time. And, you know, I've taken so many trips down to New Jersey now, like get getting to meet his family and just like his like life with his girlfriend and everything down there like he's really the fucking homie after he moved out there and you know he's he takes a lot of like pride in new jersey and he's introduced me to like a lot of like the sound and the scene down there i was already into like drill myself and then when like i realized new jersey had like something so unique it was just so cool for me and i did like a bunch of open mics down there so i'm hearing meeting different artists getting influenced it's like everywhere i go i want to like hit up an open mic and just like learn about the sound and the scene. And I fell in love with like Jersey club drill type shit. It's just so different. And I feel like you can be really fast and energetic on it, which is something I've always liked to do. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'll hit it with like a gnarlier voice. You know what I mean? But I don't necessarily have that voice. So I like to have like a cool contrast on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was, I was, I was very happy to hear you rap over that, man. I think, you know, Party. You know yeah, 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 that was that was shit was awesome, man. And I think, um, you know, it's dope that you're not afraid to experiment on um different styles like that. So, and I already know with uh, let, hey, let's get it, damn, it's gonna be on some other shit too. Um, you know, yeah. I wish, I wish, you know, I, I probably, I, I didn't want you to send it to me early because I like, I respect the artist with the date, and I want to hear it at the same time as everyone else. But I already know you're gonna drop some fire with that too, man. So, you know, by yeah. the time this is out, it's gonna be out. So, ladies and gentlemen, y'all make sure you go check that shit out all right new fire <laughs> low-key i'm more proud of that one too Ooh, okay low hell yeah i i just feel like the tracks came together better the lyricism's a little better on that one you know what i mean and i just like i like how it kind of just wraps everything up you know what i'm saying really well yeah bro no totally it's, it's unique you know what i mean 
Yeah, man. Songs on that one are more unique from each other than they were on OK, Let's Go, Yeah, I feel like. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I, li- I like the sound of that, man. I think that's coming from you. It's definitely going to deliver, man. You know what I mean? So I'm we looking forward. One, two. What's we up? Got, uh, we got two features on that one as well. There's oh, um, okay. Point Blank with Dying Star. All right, yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's not even what you would expect from Dying Star, too. Like, I got him on some different shit, yeah, but yeah, it worked. Yeah. Us, you feel me? Yeah, no, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, getting getting Dying Star. Uh, for those who don't know, Dying Star, he's got more of the metal uh sound with his rap. So for you to push him and get some different direction, that's dope to hear, man. That's really dope to hear. Yeah, lo-fi kind of. Ooh, okay, that's gonna be interesting to hear, man. I think that's gonna be dope. That's gonna be dope, man. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, dog. Um, I definitely gotta ask you though. Um, I don't think I've had. You might be the first artist from Providence, Rhode Island, uh, from my uh, on my podcast, man. I want to ask you though, um, what would you say the Providence scene is like? I think there's a lot of people who might be like Providence, like what's going on in Providence? Because when people think of the New England rap scene, they probably just go straight to Boston. So, what would you Boston. say to people about the Providence rap scene? Oh my god, I feel like Providence is so freaking underrated. Yeah, like it's, I, I like, feel that too, for sure. <laughs> it's it's almost like we're put in a box and we're sheltered away from the world. So it's like when I go out and do like stuff in Boston, etc. I go, I like I've gone to the jungle open mic. You know, I've met people through bars over bars. I always like hear a lot of people are surprised I'm from Providence and they're surprised. You know what I mean? Like they don't get to meet a lot of people that are are coming out from Rhode Island. And I think the thing is like there is a bustling scene in Rhode Island like there is so many freaking talented people there's so many like characters there's so many people like leading the scene there's so many people doing their own different things running different organizations events you got like Providence club scene you got the open mic scene where you got all different like types of talented people you know what I mean and there's just like there's there's a lot of like opportunity in Providence and Rhode Island in general and a lot of untapped talent and I encourage like anybody who's like from where I'm from or just around the area to also go out and explore and show like the world what we're made of type thing. You know what I mean? Cause like I, I get inspired by creatives all the time. And before I even like ventured out and started doing like shows out of state or open mics or anything in general, I was like in the Providence scene like that for two years. You know what I mean? And that's where like I really got started and met so many different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of those people I'm still friends with to this day and I see them doing big things and you can like blow up in Rhode Island type thing. And then people won't even know who you are like anywhere else, which is like wild. You know what I mean? But it's like you can still do numbers and you can still do big things. You know what I mean? It's about where you want to take that and who else you want to meet type thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like people forget like what year we live in. Like it's 2023. You can get it popping damn near anywhere. Like, I mean, there's very few states where I'm like, it might be pretty difficult to to blow up there. But there is a freaking way in this day and age. Like we have the Internet, like (laughs) we have technology, like use that shit. Like, I don't know. Like, It always blows my mind when people say that stuff like you got to move out here or go out here. It's like you can get it. Not necessarily, not necessarily yeah. like that. I don't know, still, still pertain like in L.A. or in New York or even like Miami, but you can get it popping damn near anywhere. And I mean, Providence yeah. has a lot going on. Like I've I've been I've been well aware with artists like you and many others that like, you don't sleep on Providence. Like do not and encourage like more out of state people to come to Providence. Come meet us. You know what I mean? Come some me, come me, come make tracks with us. You know what I mean? Like, like even though oh, yeah. we're our 
be our own individual thing. You know what I mean? It's so cool when like different scenes mix and different people, you know what I mean? And I think there's like a lot of potential there for more people from out of state to work with artists from Providence. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I always try to tell people sometimes like, you know, Boston's not as big as you think. Providence isn't as big as you think. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the biggest you know city in Maine, but like nowhere in New England yeah. is like super big, like a New York or an Atlanta. Like, like, Bruh. like sometimes we have to like, unite and be new england like if we could do that like sometimes not all the time but if we could do that sometimes like i don't think people understand like the shit we could accomplish you know it's just if it was a whole entity yeah yeah like and i know that's a big idea it's a big thought but it's something people should definitely consider to to not only just rep boston like i would but rep new england talk about new yeah. england you know like you know really rep this shit and like if if someone's from Connecticut, if someone's from if someone's from well, some people were if you're on Connecticut being New England. I don't know. But like there's like the there's yeah. Vermont, New like, Hampshire, like yeah, you know, Rhode Island, Maine, Mass. Like those are like the states where people are like, no, like we're we're all together in this. Cause I always feel like Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, they kinda they kinda stick together more so yeah. Western Connecticut almost type shit. Like yeah. like if you're Anywhere past New Haven, and then it's like you're closer on the, than the New York side type shit. Yeah, Connecticut's very 50 50 because you'll meet people from there. Some are some are Giants fans, some are Pats fans. It's like I don't know what's going on. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, you watch yeah. Oh. yeah, that's a very interesting one. But yeah, man, um, yo, the Providence scene, y'all. If you're sleeping on that shit, please stop doing that. Get don't hit. There, there's so much going on. Like I said, there's there's a lot of opportunities. There's so many different promoters and just so many cool fucking people. And I agree with your idea about like I feel like in general, New New England would be a huge force if we combine some of these scenes. Like if more Providence people were working with Boston people, and that's kind of like another reason why I like taking the step out there and meeting people and then introducing them to artists I know. Like I find that so cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it just it would just go such a long way, man. It really would. Um, now J Ram, you you are. You are a, a hip hop artist, man, but you have really been getting in your hosting bag, man. I just want to ask you, what's that experience like for you? And I guess what has it done for you as just a human being? What has it taught you about just who you are as a person hosting? Ooh, that's that's a really good question. Wow, that's wild. So I feel like, well, like naturally, I'm such an introvert and like it. it even though like it was so easy to perform on stage, it was actually a, really a lot harder to get into hosting. You know what I mean? Because I felt like like talking to people versus performing lyrics that you have rehearsed and stuff like that is a whole different experience. Oh, it's different. like <laughs> when you're talking, it's on the spot. You know what I mean? And and you're trying to be like your genuine best self while still giving it energy and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And to be honest, like. I didn't, I didn't know how I felt about it at first. Like, I didn't know if it was something that I'd be super interested in. So I was very nervous the first couple of times I did it. But I think um, I think doing something like that and continuing with it and pushing it is another example of, like, showing myself and learning that anything is possible type thing. I think it's kind of, like, helped push me into this era of, like, what can't I do? You know what I mean? Type yeah. thing. Like, and I think hosting was, like, that big first step for it. And it's also taught me, like, how much I love bringing to get people together, you know what I mean? And how much, like, I like hyping other people up. Like, I started getting a lot of personality with the hosting. It's like, I want every artist to feel like they're welcome on the stage, every artist to feel like they have the same level of, like, 
like hype for them. You know what I mean? And I want and I, like I want to get the crowd to be super excited for everyone, no matter who it is, no matter how many people know this verse this person versus this person everyone deserves their flowers like you're all on the same flyer type shit and i also like so like working with bars over bars for example and even like times i've worked with this other organization connecticut gold star yeah. i've gotten a lot of opportunities to pick some of the people that are like on the that are going to be on the show you know what i mean so i like to put a lot of thought into like who's going to go good together and who's going to be interesting to see me you know what i mean are they going to work together down the line and low-key, I've always kind of been like that, but didn't realize it, bringing people together. Uh, there's, um, in high school, I did this program called Youth Advisory Council, where uh, like we work with teens slash adults with like, different disabilities and abilities of all different kinds. And I was always kind of the person who was looking for new members, looking for new people to scout. And then it would be like a beautiful thing seeing people become friends, you know what I mean? And developing that bonds later on. So that is something that has really flourished and shined as me being somebody who hosts and somebody who curates and helps out with all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a really cool experience. And again, it's opened me up to like what else is possible with me, you know? Because mm, yeah. that's us doing music at that point, you know? And I never would have saw myself in that position before. Yeah, and it surprises me, man. Like you said, you're an introvert and like, you know, you don't know how you're doing hosting. Like I've seen you host and I'm like, no, j Rub's good at that. Like, I would have never, like, assumed any of that stuff. What you saying? I'm like, man, like, you know how to step up to a challenge, dog. I think sometimes some people just, when the back's against the wall, it's like, what you going to do? You going to not be good at it? And yeah, I think you're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to do this correct, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to I wanted to get better at it. You know what I mean? It's always about getting better. Because, again, I wasn't super happy with the way it went the first time. But I didn't back down at that point. I was like, nah, this is, I'm going to get good at this. There's mm -hmm. nothing that I don't want to be able to get good at. You know what I'm saying? And I want to just expand my versatility with it in Horizons, just how I and with like my music and trying different things, you know? Exactly. And I feel like, you know, the way you treat your music is something you can apply it to hosting, man. And, you know, you you have that supportive trait to you, man. And, you know, this is something I definitely want to ask you about. What do you think it's it, it it's going to take for more artists to be someone who's supportive like myself who does a podcast to promote more artists to give them more a platform someone like you who's hosting and and you you know you're resharing artists all the time what do you think it's going to take for more artists to be that way what would you say to that answer i know that might be a little tricky but what do you think there's some things that could change in the culture of just hip-hop i guess to to be better for that i think i think people need to like look at people like you or people like me who are doing these kind of things and just kind of like see the benefits from it type thing where it's like you're not you're not burning bridges you know what i mean i feel like people who aren't willing to support and show love to other artists they're burning bridges really fast you know what i mean and it's like a lot of people don't seem to see the value in like building their network of artists you know what i mean they want to go straight to i want the fans i want the fans type thing you know what i mean but it's like to build your name you're going to go out and do shows with other artists you're going to do open mics there's going to be artists all around and everybody that you meet you know what i mean your network is your net worth people are like um i don't want to say like resource because it's not like you're trying to take advantage of people but no, it's like but it's like everybody you meet has something just like you have something for them, you know what I mean? And I think it's um, it's a beautiful thing to build relationships there, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like you never know, like, when you meet somebody, what opportunity is going to open up 
from knowing that person, you know what I mean? Or who else they're going to introduce you to, you know what I'm saying? Like I've met people at open mics before who, oh, I want to get you on a show type stuff, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if I was that guy at that open mic who didn't give a shit about any of the other artists and I just perform and leave, I'm going to miss out on that opportunity right away, you know what I mean? Performing to all these other artists, how can you expect respect from them if you show no respect to their passion, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you can learn a lot from other artists and you can get a lot out of collabing with other artists and it pushes you to to grow as yourself you know what i mean so i think it's really a matter of seeing that value in like other people you know what i mean what they can bring to the table and you look at you look at people like you or me who are doing this who are like showing love to so many artists and you see our you see our following growing you see our network growing and you see we're always getting opportunities and it's like there's got to be a reason behind that so if you're somebody who's not showing any love or don't care about other artists and you're like stuck in the same place maybe it's like time to take a look at that and see what you're doing wrong you know yeah yeah i mean genuine support and just like overall networking gets you places and opens doors to 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 opportunities that you just can't get by making dope music because like you can make dope music but i've met a lot of people who made dope music who are i'm gonna say it just straight douchebags. <laughs> I've <laughs> I've met so many like I've as many people as I've met that are cool in this industry. I've met a lot of douchebags in this industry as well, man. It's it's just part of the game. And um, you know, the ones that are the douchebags, I tell people about them. And I don't say their names on here, but I let people know, hey, you know that guy? He did this to this person. You know that guy? He did that to that person. Because right. honestly, I I'm too passionate about this game to allow people to to be rude it's one thing if like you're you're shy and you don't want to make friends or network but it's another thing when you're on some like fuck the world type shit yeah 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 i just don't think like these people are saying fuck everyone else are gonna get everywhere and i'm not ashamed to say that you know what i mean at the end of the day at some point the doors stop opening at some point you're gonna hit a wall with that if you're like running yourself with that attitude you know what i mean because at the end of the day we are all artists on the rise you know what i mean yeah and i remember I actually, uh, I have a line in a song. It's, it's a song called Quite Some Time with yep. my two of my best friends I started music with, uh, Ardent and Khan. The song is about like us doing music for quite some time and growing and learning stuff. But the first thing I say is, been around this scene for quite some time. Motherfuckers think they top of the food chain in the same position as you, but act like they're two chains. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I remember that line. Okay, I was like, I think I know what a line you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. That's, the, yeah that's that shit you be rapping. I'm like, yes, J-Rim, talk that shit because Sorry, like... You know, there's just so many, you know, like I said, man, you know, I've just been seeing, I've seen so much shit in this game, dude. And it's mm. just the inflated egos, bro. It's like, like, when oh, is this? Like, I asked myself, when is it going to end? Like, when are these, when are these artists going to just come down to earth? Because when, when you're down to earth, like you will, like, people will like you more. You'll get more respect. People will share your shit more. You'll get what you want. Just be just slightly nicer, you know? Yeah, and, and and I feel I feel the love just for being myself and it's like a beautiful thing. And yeah. I would ever like would ever want anything to change about that. You know what I mean? No matter what success or what failures I like like go through, you know what I'm saying? I never want that to change about myself because I feel like that also helps make me me. You know what I mean? You said you don't meet a lot of artists that are like on that level that I am with supporting people. But I, I do think it's like beautiful meeting other artists. I love seeing other people's other people perform, you know what I mean? I love seeing people happy chasing their passion because I'm so passionate about it too. So it's like, that's something that we can relate to on such a, a level, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that, bro. And that's why, like, it always blows my mind when, like, artists don't like each other. It's like, bro, we, we're passionate about the same shit. Like, we're, there's not many of us, man. Like, <laughs> you know, like... No room. 
Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why I always think about. It. It's like, bro, we both love rap. Like, why, why are we, why are we against each other? Like, like we're all in this together, right? Like, you know, I just, it's, it's been a it's, common thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it can be ego sometimes. You know, what I mean, so, some people can feel like somebody doesn't deserve the success they're getting, and that they should be the one in that shoes type stuff. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of stuff that brews jealousy and hate. But it's just, it's just so unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're genuine, that if you're genuine like that person, if you're cool with everyone, you're going to get your flowers eventually. Like, I think it's coming to everyone who deserves it and everybody who's putting that passion and that work in, you know? It's, it's possible for anybody. I don't care how diluted the game is, how much, how oversaturated it could be. Like, everybody has success coming to them if they're being genuine and being themselves and just, you know what I mean, showing that love. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's as simple as that, man. Um, And I could keep talking and talking on and on about this particular topic right here but i want to ask you j rem more about the shit you got going on and the fact that you i just see you randomly pop up one day with a nice ass camera i'm like j rem taking pics now like oh man this dude is this dude just ready to do whatever he can can do what what, i mean uh i think you kind of briefly mentioned it with the photography but what made you decide to start taking pics at shows like that now yeah so so Again, it's another off off the line of like, what can I do? What can what can and what I cannot do type shit. But like, I had a I had a show in Providence, right? That I was doing. I was representing Bars Over Bars. We were working with another organizer, organizer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I be able to get picking video done there. And I'm like, I'm paying up all these people. I'm seeing all these crazy prices and stuff like that. And like, people aren't exactly like responding to the vision I'm looking for. And I had this friend who um works uh, at Applebee's with me type shit and her name is Shamari and she actually put me on to this this camera type shit that she had she hooked me up with it and she kind of gave me some like intro knowledge to photography and it was like if I could take this camera I can do this shit myself I don't gotta like deal with that business aspect of it you know what I mean like I can just go and do it myself and represent bars over bars and kind of do it the way that hero's doing type shit but like in honor of that you know what I mean and you know, I got to learn a lot of the settings and where I got to set different things. And, you know, the first the first round of pictures were pretty ass. Like the first artist, my guy, Mofi Joey, went up and uh, <laughs> got some pretty terrible pictures of him, which I felt bad. But I'm going to get him on the 15th. We got another show. I'm going to get him with some good ones. But like slowly, each artist, I started getting better. I started like trying different angles out, experimenting, just like I would do it. anything, trying different settings. I got advice from uh, Madison Coburn Photography at another show. Hero himself gave me advice as well. So it's like within a matter of week, I've seen myself grow so much. Like I just, just picked up this camera right before you saw me with it. That was like my second day mm-hmm. having the camera at a show type thing. Wow. And it's like so cool. And it makes me think like the more I learn, maybe one day like I'll be able to, rep bars and like throw a show and hero wouldn't have to worry about coming down to rhode island type shit you know what i mean because it's like he has a branch over in oregon who's like wearing shows type shit you know what i mean he's repping the brand it's like i could look do something like that for rhode island you know what i mean so it's like pretty cool like the there's just like so much to learn and it's like you're always growing your knowledge type thing and i always want to like take the next thing on you know what i mean i'm learning photography i want to get good with like videography type thing too like i would love to edit a music video for someone i feel like ever since i got into like doing cover arts and stuff like that which is another thing i've been doing i feel like i have a lot of creative ideas you know what i mean but it's a matter of if i can learn how to execute it and then you'll see those ideas come to play and flourish you know what i mean like there's a lot brewing in my brain yeah man and it's just you know 
just gotta take it one time oh one day at a time with that and i mean bro don't, for don't overwhelm yourself. yeah don't overwhelm yourself and i know i definitely know you know that but it's just like people don't understand how hard it is to take a freaking picture dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot i have a lot of shitty pictures in that camera like <laughs> and every venue has different lighting too so you mm. just for every show like i did the jungle one night and then Two nights later, I'm at Midway Cafe, which you've done both those venues. It's a very different, like, lighting setting, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I was kind of learning that, too, type thing, and different angles, how close you should get to an artist versus, like, how far back. And I was having a lot of issues with the camera focusing in and out on me, you know what I mean? And, like, I would put a picture, and it just wouldn't freaking take it, you know what I mean? So it's it's been frustrating, but it's very rewarding when you go, you upload those photos. I already got people like tagging me in posts with the pictures that I took of them, which is like beautiful because two weeks ago, I would have been like, you're crazy. Jeremy ain't doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now look at you, man. Just um, elevating the game, taking on more and and just, you know, expanding the horizon, bro. I think, um, you know, as artists in this day and age, like you got to wear multiple hats. Like I feel like it's just, it's just, mm-hmm. it just be wrong to not. Yeah, you know, like you gotta find different avenues to take on. It just, it always finds its way to make sense somehow. <laughs> That's yeah. how I see it, you know. And the more you know, the less you gotta rely on people. Like I said, I almost had to like come up with a ridiculous sum of money just to get somebody to do photography for that show. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't figured out type thing. And then it's like, bam! I saved like so much. I didn't even have to deal with that type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I say this all the time on this podcast, but people don't understand just every little single part of being an artist. This shit, if you if you don't realize your budget, you're going to fuck around and spend $3,000 just to promote one song. You know what I mean? <laughs> so about video, photography, uh, uh, cover art, promoting it. Like if you pay for all that and don't know what you're doing, you can fuck around and really spend $3,000. Like, and that's just the minimum. <laughs> so much, yeah. Yeah, so you gotta be smart, man. Not, be, not everybody out here got people to fund them and stuff like that. And so, yeah, but it's just one of those things, man. And I just love to see you um taking on more and being strategic about it, man. It's really dope to see. Appreciate you. That's yeah, like, what's... yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I say yeah. It's like, what's next? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, man. No, for sure. But um, J Rem. Um, thank you very much for being on Temper Zone Podcast, man. It's a long time coming. We finally made it happen, man. Um, yeah. I got, you know, just a couple more things I want to ask you. I got to ask you this question here. And I ask this for every guest I have on my show. What is some starting, what's some advice you'd give to any artist starting out? What's some tips or pointers you'd give them that you wish someone gave you when you first started? All right. So I think the more that, the more time that you spend in the game, the more people you meet, the bigger you're like, worldview expands of everything and the thing is when you're starting out as an artist you really don't know shit you know what i mean and you have to remain humble from the beginning you have to remember that you're a student of the game and you have to listen to many different types of advice you know what i mean you have to put a lot of time into that and you have to be open to whatever opportunity comes your way you know what i mean and sometimes you're going to run into some shitty ones but you learn that along the line what's worth your time and what's not you know what i mean if you can really hold yourself back by like not putting yourself out there and accepting that, you know what I mean? Don't be afraid to meet all different types of artists. Don't be afraid to go to open mics, you know what I mean? Nobody owes you shows right away. Um, Nobody owes you a payment right away for a show, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot you got to do and a lot you got to do to build your network, you know what I mean? So it's like, stay humble from the beginning and stay ready to learn, you know what I mean? And keep optimistic, you know what I mean? You're going to go through failures. You're going to go through setbacks, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people who will become artists and 
it won't last long because they give up at the first major like roadblock. You know what I mean? I can't tell you how many different roadblocks I've been through. You know what I mean? Especially like when I really started like popping off with the performing, that's right. When COVID hit me too, that was a big setback. That shit all got taken away from me. And that was like becoming my identity as a performer. So it's like, you know, be prepared for anything and be ready to learn everything. And one, I'll say it one more time. You don't know shit when you start out. You know what I mean? There's a, it's a big world out there, even in your own state. You know what I mean? Even I can say that as somebody from Rhode Island, like the more time I spent in the Rhode Island scene, I was still meeting people every single day. I was still meeting videographers, promoters, artists. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's an endless supply. You know what I mean? And it's a matter of what you do and what you take with that and always be ready, you know? Yeah, man, that's real shit right there. Yeah, that's funny, man. That's a good point. Like people be thinking like, you know, they're from Boston and then they see other people from Boston be like, man, I ain't never heard of you from say from Boston. It's like, bro, it's a big <laughs> world out here. Like, what do you think? You just know everybody. What you the mayor of, of Rosendale? You the mayor of Boston? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, it just, there's just funny shit like that all the time. So I think that's a very good point, man. It's a big world out here. It really is. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, good point, J-Ram. Great advice right there. Thank you very much for being on Tepazone Podcast, dog. Is there anything you'd like to plug or promote? Where can the people follow you before we wrap this up? All right. You can follow me at J-R-E-M Official. That's J-R-E-M Official on Instagram. You can find me on all platforms, including SoundCloud, J-R-E-M. Uh, I got my first project, J-R-E-M Generations, out there. I got a shit ton of singles in between. Uh, I got the OK, let's go, y'all. The A, let's get it, damn. There is so much looking at my introspective mind everything that's going on with me and to be honest these are just the beginning you know what i mean like i wanted to get these two eps out with but i have a lot more music in the works like there's a lot of unreleased stuff i've already performed and there's a lot of people haven't even heard yet so just know like 2023 is going to be a big year for jrem releases we just getting started if you want to tap in with me i love um curating and hosting shows at bars were bars you know what i mean so if you're from around the new england area if you're in rhode island and want to get on your first show if you want to pop on an open mic we have a collab with slitty from rhode island that's going to be a big providence scene show on the 30th of january i'll be headlining and bars over bars is coming down so that'll be an opportunity to meet a bunch of y'all and stuff like that if you're not from rhode island you want to come pop down it's going to be super dope and just big things going forward and uh, i appreciate y'all checking out this episode of tempest zones podcast for real yeah, man. Awesome, man. Big things. Aquan with J-Rem, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being on the show, man. Really appreciate your time, dog. <laughs> appreciate you. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of the Tepazone Podcast. Make sure you tune in next week for another episode. All right? Peace out, y'all.